five. You're with Julian on the brown note and the hypocrisy over Naomi Osaka, the Japanese wonder girl who has uh, stolen the tennis world's hearts and um, became the first mixed race, I think, prominent Japanese athlete to conquer the world stage. Everyone loves her. Four-time Grand Slam winner, uh, very photogenic and um, great media profile. Doesn't kiss backside too much either, but has yet to annoy anyone to any degree. Has come out and said that she's suffering from depression and that this has been going on for a couple of years. I notice the, uh, the guys that have looked for any way they can to bash Serena Williams Manny, or was it which well, which Williams sister had the big spat with her in New York when um, she got beaten and uh, they've never let her get over it? Whichever one it was, the fact that they still trashed that woman of colour athlete is kind of ironic given what I'm about to say. So originally she pulled out of the press meetings and everyone was really kissing her backside. The media and the public almost used universally. I was reading stories about how the, you know, conservative media were turning on her and Piers Morgan was about it. Everyone was kissing her backside. It was almost universal worship. It was like martyrdom. Um, and I wasn't on board with that at all. Um, a lot of people were saying, well, we shouldn't make these athletes have to do press. The thing is, the remuneration for tennis is based on press and public profile of the sport it isn't based on the fact that tennis is actually worth anything tennis is worth something because the world decides that it wants to watch it so they get paid money for sponsorship tv rights in the millions and they can afford to have these competitions where she has taken home millions of dollars in prize money because of press because it's publicly known. A lawn bowler, lawn bowler might be a better athlete than Naomi, but they're not going to get any money and they're not going to have any press hounding them. Now, everyone's sort of, I wasn't on board with this. I thought, well, you know, you, you've got every opportunity not to do this. This is not something you're forced to do. You're an one of the highest paid athletes in the world. You're already set for life. If you are suffering this much, you can't tell your sport, I don't have to do what everyone else does. And the fact is, it wasn't just the media that she didn't want to do, it was the fact that it was that particular moment. I'm sure a third of professional tennis players suffer from anxiety or depression. I have no doubt at all. And there was more talking about how we grind athletes into the dust and ruin their bodies and their minds. No, we don't. They don't have to do it. They don't have to be an elite athlete. They, you know, they might play until they've ruined themselves physically, but out of all of the things that you do to ruin yourself mentally and physically, this is quite high up the ladder of personal choice. Most are on their way to being financially secure anyway, and there are other jobs that other people are doing where they don't really have a choice because they need the money. So I wasn't really on board, but then she pulled out of the French Open. So I thought, well, fair enough. That's completely fine. You had a choice to pull out of an event. If it was hurting you that much, that's what you needed to do, and she did it. So this article isn't really about her. 
This article is about the hypocrisy of the public and the press. For a start, she was never a martyr here. Are we really going to care so much about her mental health when so much of society is affected by mental health in so many worse ways without having any of the ways out that she had or the opportunities for self-care that she had? People that are living from paycheck to paycheck... I was in a bad state a couple of years ago. I was very, very lucky that I got made redundant at the time that I went through a nervous breakdown and had about a year where I was mentally incompetently, totally fruitcakely unable to work. Had I not had that redundancy, I would have been on the street. I didn't have any money to back myself up and I wasn't mentally capable of working. I was hospitalized a couple of times. There are lots and lots of people. I'm not saying that she deserves any ire for being who she is. I'm saying if I'm going to worry about people's mental health, it's not going to be someone in this elevated sphere where they are really well protected. And this is, but this is the point of why I'm saying the hypocrisy over Naomi Osaka. The, the people both public and press decide that they like someone or that they dislike someone and then they justify everything else that happens so the public and the press decided that they like naomi so anything she does she will have her backside kissed that's not her fault and she seems a really cool person but if we decide we don't like someone it doesn't matter what they do now, take another rather famous woman of colour, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle's fan base out there is not quite as slavishly in love as Naomi Osaka's is. And they will continually tell you that it's the last thing that Meghan Markle did, which is the reason that they hate her. Because absolutely anything she does is a reason to hate her. And she herself has expressed mental torment and anguish that was met with loud derision it wasn't her actions on oprah or the last thing she did that led to this after a couple of years of prince harry begging the british press to stop attacking his wife and to stop being so racist towards her they moved to a foreign country to get away from it and are hounded worse than ever and it's always the last interview they did, the last thing they said. There isn't anything that she can do to get a good response from the public or the press because they've decided that they own her and they hate her. So don't come at me about how it's actually Naomi's mental health that you care about. You would care about anything because you've decided that you love her. And that is it. Now... When we talk about how we're going to, this is a pivotal moment, Naomi coming forward, it's a pivotal moment in our discussion on how we treat famous people and their mental health and how we're going to look after everyone, it's worth pointing out at this moment, Meghan Markle's husband, Prince Harry, when his mum was driven to her death by the press, there was this huge outpouring the like of which the world hadn't actually seen over press intrusion in hounding Princess Diana. I don't believe conspiracy theories. She died in a car crash. 
but the basically the fact that it, it was a symbolic car crash if ever there was one that she was being chased by the paparazzi at the time and had been hounded and hounded and hounded and i'm not even a big fan of princess diana but we promised to look after those two boys and never again will we allow our worst selves to take control and let the tabloid press hound somebody so completely and now we are letting them and encouraging them doing it to her son we are such absolute bloody hypocrites we will always justify any bad treatment of anyone we don't like in the press and in the public and in the public forums where we slam them and if we like the person we'll let them get away with absolutely anything so given that the treatment of Meghan Markle's down time and her um, mental anguish through her life was greeted with cheers I'm just not buying this from the public we make out like we're changed we're not changed in a month's time another celebrity another celebrity athlete that we don't like will be going through exactly the same thing as Naomi Osaka is and we will gleefully put the boot in until we've broken them into the dust so don't come at me saying that this is some pivotal moment where we've changed we haven't we're awful